This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker. Clemson, Louisville. Speaking of the ACC, Eli? I love this matchup. I'm on the Clemson Tigers. It's down to one and a half at this point. It went from one to two back down to one and a half. I think you're getting some value here with Clemson. It's a really good bounce back spot for the Tigers. Three straight losses by 18 plus points, at least in in all those three games. So, again, this team is going to be highly motivated coming into this game. Tyson is fake. Driving the choker. Hunter Tyson, the double digits. He's got 10. Clock will run out. The Tigers win it 54 50. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the bet. BetQL Daily on the bet. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker with you. And uh, let's get into some college hoops. We covered it earlier with uh, Eli Hershkovich's his card for this evening but now on the show we welcome in jordan Cornette, espn and acc network guy and jordan uh let's start with this i i appreciate your strategy because one of these times you're going to be right every time there's a notre dame game if you just tweet out that the streak ends tonight we're going to be beat a ranked opponent you're going to hit it one of these times man hey you know i pick and choose my spots as, as any wise disciplined gambler does and I tried to use it as motivation for my guys. I mean, you had lost 27 straight against ranked teams. You know, I, I thought maybe that gave them a little bit of juice, put some good uh, juju out there in the universe for them, some positivity when it's all feels like it's negative coming from the basketball program. Felt like a game for the taking. They shoot well at home. Tyrese Bradford was suspended for the Hokies. Maybe there's some attrition off the court. Uh, they would not be as focused as they needed to be. And Notre Dame played horribly it couldn't have gone more wrong for the irish it's been kind of the theme for them this season jordan what happened you know you said it's been so much negativity with Notre Dame basketball what why is that the case well you know to me you look at a notre dame team and, and the theme to coach Bray's success even when i was there as a freshman at the turn of the millennium uh which god i just sound like an old man when i say that i'm still actually relatively young um but it's get old, stay old. That's been the theme. Coach Bray always says we want to get old and we want to stay old. And this program has abided by that with this year's team. These guys legitimately grew up in the program. It's uh, four guys led that in this junior four junior class laden guys that have been playing since they were freshmen. Big minutes took their lumps their freshman season. Sophomore year was struggling still. But oh, by the third year, these guys will have played so much in the system. It always works with Coach Prey. They'll be fine. Um, and I don't ever want to single out guys. I, I have my, my issues on the court where 
You know, you want it to go a certain way. You try for it to go a certain way, and it simply doesn't. So I'm not going to sit up here in my glass house and throw stones. I'll just say this. For as long as those guys have been playing in that system, it is unusual to see it not translate to wins. And a lot of times I look at it like this. They are struggling to defend and get stops. They are struggling to get the rebound when they need to get it. It's more toughness than anything. A very skilled group of guys but it's gone back to what it was at the start of Coach Bray's term. You got to make shots or you're not going to have a chance. And then it evolved to a program that, uh, even if they don't make shots, they can do other things that can hurt you. This team is not one of those. If they're not shooting well, they don't have a chance. They weren't shooting well versus Virginia Tech. Credit the Hokies defense. Hokies got the W, 0-28 for the Irish first-ranked teams. With Jordan Cornett uh, uh, from ESPN, this is BetQL Daily on the Bet Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker. Now, Jordan, normally when you're doing radio, TV interviews, you're jumping on ESPN, I'm sure they're talking about uh, the ranked teams most of the time. But on a sports betting show, the number one story on this Thursday is Drake, man. 13-0 against the spread. They cover again last night against Missouri State. Are you a believer? Yeah, you know, I'm a believer. Obviously, you want to see them play against bigger teams, but the fact that they're, I mean, 15 and 0 at this point, they're a well-oiled machine offensively. Uh, they play fast. They, they're all capable, skilled guys that can catch and make a play, and they're good with the basketball. Play disciplined defense. I mean, what you're seeing with the Drake squad, and yeah, when you look at that ATS record, that's always going to get everybody excited. Uh, but it's a team that's not going to beat themselves, and that's a big part of who Drake is. I look forward to seeing them on the climb this season. Uh, conference tournament, conference tournaments going to be something interesting that now plays for the Valley and how teams approach it with COVID and if they're going to elect to sit out something like this or go ahead and play it. Uh, Drake may, may be one of those interesting teams that doesn't need the tournament if they keep going on this type of run. Um, so it, it's a lot of intrigue again in the Valley, and I always like to see that. Jordan, right now, if you had to pick, who would you say is the best team in the country? Man, it's, that's, that's a good one. I'm looking at really two, two teams right now, and it's, it's the same two that everybody's talking about. It's Gonzaga and it's Baylor at this point um, that are kind of neck and neck as the top two teams, just overwhelmed with talent. I mean, one through eight or nine. Uh, I, I almost am tempted to give the nod to Baylor because of how good they are defensively. And in, in, in the metrics, they're in the top ten in both defensive metrics and offensive metrics, which speaks to me of a more balanced team. Uh, more skilled players on Gonzaga's squad, but it, there's a real intimidation factor with how Baylor guards you in the half court and how unrelenting the pressure is. There's more pressure applied from a Baylor team for 40 minutes than there is for a Gonzaga team, but Gonzaga spreads you out and plays so beautifully in the half court, and you got to respect their shooters out to the NBA three-point line, and Drew Timmy down low operates with relative ease. I mean, Jalen Suggs, it could be that I'm one pick of the draft in Gonzaga's side. Uh, so there might be more star power there uh, with the Zags, but I, I have to lean Baylor, and I think I might be in the minority there. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mm. Uh, with Jordan Cornett of ESPN. Jordan, uh, you spent most of your life in the Midwest. How about in the Big Ten? 
which squad is the best? I might have to reconnect there with Jordan Cornette, it sounds like. Oh, he dropped off. Yeah, it sounded like his signal was fading there a little bit. So uh, we'll try to reconnect with Jordan so we can continue uh, talking some college basketball here on BetQL Daily. Joe, you a squad? Not really. Did you I grow mean, up having a squad? At When Illinois is good, it, it's a big thing. When they're mediocre to bad, nobody cares. Uh, it's Yeah, we seen, it sounds like Fairweather fans, but there isn't a team that dominates Chicago. Like a lot of people in, in the area, they either went to one of the state schools or they went to over into the popular areas that have different various bars. There's a Michigan bar, a Michigan State bar, an Indiana bar, an Illinois bar. That's kind of how it is here. If, no, if you're good, basketball, people jump high, on. High school basketball in Chicago is so good. Like, yeah. why can't DePaul be even close to as good as Villanova? Great question. Great question. That's there's there's been this divide. Like, if you're talking about Illinois with down in Champaign and the city of Chicago, it, uh, Jordan Cornette back with us from ESPN. Jordan could actually uh, speak to that. Just isn't it so frustrating, Jordan, being here most of your life, where you see this elite level high school basketball play and then uh once in a while Loyola will make a run or Northwestern will make the tournament once in a while um Illinois they've had their time maybe their time is coming again but but we'll see if they can uh, be consistent in the conference yeah well I love that I, I cut out and I get brought back in to solve this the problems <laughs> of basketball. Uh, that's really when you want to come back in and have the answers guys I don't have the cheat sheet on the scantron for this one Outside of, all you have to look at what Coach Brad Underwood's doing at Illinois. Uh, that's the blueprint. Now, Illinois has um, a little bit more recent uh, success to draw upon. I mean, DePaul is a very proud program and a lot of history there. Just far dates uh, the recent success of Illinois. But Coach Underwood's winning the city. He's not letting talent get out of the state of Illinois. And, yeah, Illinois has fallen back a little bit this season, but they very, very well are still in the conversation for a team that could put it again all the way together and win a championship. Uh, that backcourt is as talented as any. Kofi Coburn is an absolute stud down low on the low block, and they put together a nice group. Uh, Adam Miller, getting guys like that at Illinois speak to, hey, Coach Underwood gets it. He's keeping in the state of Illinois some talent. But when you look at DePaul, that's the backyard. I mean, you are in Chicago. Uh, I do think it would behoove them. Uh, yes, they got this nice new facility on the south side of Chicago in the south loop. Uh, but it's not close to campus. So post-COVID, pre-COVID, uh, you, you don't generate the fans that would be appealing if they had something in the city over there in Lincoln Park. Um, but again, I do think it speaks to uh, much respect to Coach Lato, who he is as a person and as a coach, a very high IQ guy. Uh, but you, you need to dominate inside the city. And even if it's not the top tier guys, let me tell you, Chicago's talent, the second tier level of talent in Chicago is good enough to go out there and compete for a Big East championship. And that speaks to just how impressive the talent pool is in Chicago, and they've not found a way to tap into that. I watched Paul last night give that game away to St. John's with carelessness with the basketball. There's some talent there. Uh, again, they're still trying to figure it out with all the COVID pause in their season. It's definitely been disruptive. Uh, there are some pieces there. Charlie Moore is a stud, uh, but they should be amplifying the ability to get more within the city of Chicago, and they should be consistently playing good basketball. Jordan, do you think it's fair to say the malicious media 
led by Eli Hershkovich a few years ago was really when DePaul's program started to go down? <laughs> I think Eli speaks for a lot of people that are watching and can't quite figure it out. I mean, how heartbreaking is it to watch Loyola go on a run to a Final Four? Illinois be back. Northwestern's had some, some measured success. Notre Dame had had a nice little run there a couple of years ago. And DePaul, who was one of the heavyweights in the 70s and 80s, and, and they had some great teams in the 90s. Uh, to watch them be in the backseat of all this is definitely tough. Uh, I thought it was interesting. And again, this is not being critical of Coach Lato. I mean, Coach Lato left for Virginia, uh, said, I, I, I saw something better than DePaul. And then DePaul came and brought him right back. And to me, it's not about hiring Coach Lato. It's about what it says about your program in terms of this guy left for something better, and then we brought him back when it didn't work mm -hmm. out there. And that's a complacency that I think speaks to where DePaul's been at lately. And that's a tough pill to swallow. No doubt. You mentioned, you mentioned Jordan, the layoff for COVID. What about Villanova? Do you feel like Villanova's undervalued a little bit because of their layoff? Yeah, I, I mean, they came back and, and played well. I've watched teams go one of two ways with it. You know, I, I watched Florida State go on pause, uh, a lengthy pause, not as lengthy as Villanova's, but have came back and just been world beaters. I mean, have won five games in a row by double figures in conference play, and I don't care what conference you're in or how that conference has fared. If you're beating uh, very familiar foes at that clip, you're playing high-level basketball. FSU can't miss. So they're one of those teams that's come back and really benefited well from it. But it's a veteran group, and it's got a culture set in place, so those teams are built to succeed. I say that to say this. Villanova is exactly in that same vein. Villanova has a proven leader, one of the best coaches in the sidelines, Jay Wright, uh, and he's got place, pieces in place, James Robinson Earl, uh, Connor Gillespie. The list goes on with guys that understand what it takes to be disciplined and keep your bodies ready, Stay mentally focused for when you return. Go out there and execute. Villanova, much like Florida State, are teams that benefit from that. Other teams you look at that are younger, like a Duke, and I'm not going to be here to make excuses for Duke. I'm just saying look at a Duke. They're a younger group. There's not as many established pieces. The culture of winning may be in place, but not with these guys, and they're struggling to regain their footing on a pause, on an op opposition change. And so I'm always going to go with the teams in this era that are most experienced and have built-in culture and a sustainability of personnel that has led to wins in years past. With ESPN's Jordan Cornette, this is BetQL Daily on the Bet. Jordan, give us a team that in the back of your mind, you're, you're thinking they can make a run to the second weekend in the tournament, but not enough people are talking about right now. I, I don't know if this is a fair one. I've just been really high on them, Purdue. Uh, just because there's been so many other teams that people are talking about in the Big Ten. Uh, they're one that is trending upward. I don't even know if they're in the top 25 right now, uh, but Purdue is a team that, that really catches my eye. Uh, UConn is another team that I've fallen in love with, um, and they've been doing some good stuff without James Booknight in the lineup for them. And when that guy returns, he is must-see TV. So I think Dan Hurley's got a, a sneaky good squad up there a program that's trending upward because more talent's coming in in the offseason as well. Uh, I like their style of play. I like how eager they are to get to the basketball. They can translate defense into some runouts for some easy offense. Uh, they've got guys that play downhill and can attack gaps. Uh, they're good on the backboard. 
and they're rugged defenders. So UConn's a team that I don't think is making enough headlines right now. But as I look at them, I say, back in the Big East, it's all kind of fitting in nicely for them, and they could be poised to make a run uh, depending on how this postseason looks. In in about 20 seconds, Jordan, do you think Bama, legit national title contender? I mean, if they shoot it like the way they are, why not? I think that's the best team in the SEC, in my opinion. Uh, I, I like that a lot. I like how they guard. Nate, Nate Oates has them doing great things. You only gave me 20 seconds, so I'll just say yes <laughs> with how they shoot, the athletes they have, and how they explore early offense. Really like Bama. All right, that makes me happy as an 80-1 to ticket holder. Jordan Cornett, wow, ESPN. Wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I, well, I hope I uh, got something live in March. Thanks, Jordan. Hope to do it again, okay? Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, there's Jordan Cornett. Good stuff from him. Follow him on Twitter by his name.